Welcome to episode 66 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday, people. Saturday, the 21st of December, 2000, 2019, only it's Sunday. I know, I've done it again, people. Just when I lied to you last time saying I'd never do it again, never do a late one. Hey, it's Christmas. Extend your charity, please, people, to this podcast and the lateness of it. Um, it's just really gotten away from me this week. Um, yeah, it's gotten away from me this week a little bit. Um, hey, it's a busy time of year, isn't it? You know, going around, doing a lot of charity work. <laughs> I'd love to have an excuse like that. I ain't doing no fucking charity work. Um, yeah, sorry about that, people. Um, it is, uh, 20 to 8 on, uh, Sunday the 22nd of December. <laughs> It's Christmas time, there's no need to be a cunt. Um, I don't know, in the words of Bob Geldof, uh, when he was sing- singing about dying Africans. Uh, anyway, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's Sunday, people. Sorry about that. Um, you know, I've been buying presents and shit. I had, uh, I've done a few gigs this week. Um Friday's gig, notoriously bad on Fridays, uh, on the Friday before Christmas. Black Friday, that's the comedian's Black Friday, what they call it. Uh, Not to be confused with the actual Black Friday of the shopping that happens uh, a little bit earlier. Um, But yeah, it's notoriously shit. That's not why I cancelled, by the way. I was in a bit of a a gurney. A gurney? Agony. Uh, Agony. with the old um, hernia situation. So um, I had to pull the gig on Friday night, I'm afraid. Um, uh, It was a painful situation, and uh, it fucked me up for the day, really. But uh, we're getting there, people. We're getting there. Things are getting a little bit easier at the minute. A lot of painkillers, a lot of anti-inflammatories, meh, 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 etc. Get on with it, Ben. I hear you cry. And I will, people. I will. Um... So, uh, yes. So that's what I've been up to this week. I'm still running through the new shit, people. It's getting there. It's getting there. There's a new bit uh, that's getting there. And I've been writing other bits as well, which will be up and out. There's a new video going to be out uh, of some stuff I did at Roffle the other week, just fucking around. It'll be on the... Uh, I do uh, the Ben Briggs uh, stand-up bit. That's just um, regimented crafted if you will material and then i do like a little bit on my youtube channel that's like off script which is just fucking around people so you'll be able to check that out it'll be on my website as well available on www.benbriggs.co.uk keeping the uk in there people uh yeah so um yeah it's been a busy week i hope uh your preparations for christmas are going well you got all your presents uh, I had to do the rounds today. I went round uh, to see my nan. Uh, nan Let's. Uh, I went to see um, me nan. She's about 90, I don't know, 97, something like that. Sprightly as anything. And looking for as excited as a child about Christmas at that age. It's a beautiful, wonderful thing to see. Uh, so I was around there for about an hour. I dropped some presents off and then picked up a present. Uh, she sort of like told me what they were, which uh, spoiled the surprise. I got you a tray and a next voucher. Thanks, Nan. That's the... Uh... 
That's the wonder of Christmas gone in one foul swoop of a sentence. Uh, thank you for that. Everybody needs a tray, Ben. Yes, they do. Yes. Um, yeah, so I've got a new tray. Gonna be, uh, gonna be trialing that out. Whacking myself over the fucking head with it. Um, I imagine. Christmas Day. Um, so things change as you get older, don't they? The wonder and the magic of Christmas goes out of it. I remember getting cool presents. Not that there's anything wrong with a tray. Everybody needs to hold stuff, don't they? When you've got, like, more than enough, more too much stuff to carry in two hands, that's when you need a tray. My nan has identified that gap in the market of me uh, bringing things from my kitchen into uh, my living room and uh, thought, this is a tray. Ben takes too much stuff. This is going to save him a fortune in carpets, walking between the two... Uh, walking between the kitchen and the living room, so I will invest in a tray for him. Um, but I'm sure it's very nice. I haven't actually opened it now. It is tray-shaped, so unless it's like some sort of mean trick my nan's played on me, um, it is indeed a tray. Uh, I will update you people out there. You must be thinking, well, Ben, is it a tray or is it not? We need to know what sort of tray it is. I will update you of this after the Christmas Christmas period. I know it'll be next week's podcast, hopefully out on Saturday. It will be out on Saturday. I promise, man. I promise. And we've got the Tuesday fucking Christmas Eve podcast as well coming up. Ah, what special things are we going to do for that? Possibly keep moaning about shit. Who knows? Um, yeah, I remember getting cool presents when I was younger. I had the Millennium Falcon of, of that era. I know there's probably younger listeners out there going, well, I had the Millennium. I had the fucking original people. Of the 80s that came out, I think I had the Return of the Jedi one because obviously 77 when the Star Wars uh, A New Hope came out, wasn't it? And I was born. I was just uh, breaching into the world um, in 77. So I wasn't completely aware of the Star Wars, uh, Star Wars uh, phenomenon that it has become. Uh, obviously, the new film's out as well. I haven't watched that yet. Uh, I don't go to the cinema, people, because I can't stick other people, other human beings around me. I'll just get fucking wound up. I have to sit on the end because at some point I'm going to need a piss because I'm 42 and it's about two and a half hours, I think. So at some point in that, I'm going to need a piss, in which case you have to shuffle out. If you're not on the end of the row, you have to shuffle past people and go, oh, following, following, can I just get by? I need to piss. You, uh, yeah. You have to do... You just might as well announce... You might as well click pause on the fucking cinema and go, excuse me, everybody, I'm going for a piss. That's another thing you can't do. You can't pause it either. So you end up missing about five minutes. And uh, if it's two and a half hours long, I'll probably need two pisses because as soon as I sit down again, I start thinking, oh, I'm going to need a piss again. I'm going to need to piss again. And then I'll just think about needing a piss for the rest of the film. And the plot has gone. My enjoyment of the film is gone all down to a possible prostate problem. Who knows? Undiagnosed. I don't know. But, um, yeah. So I want to see the new film. But I, I didn't. I was too young, you see, to get into the originals uh, when they first came out. But I got into, um, obviously, Return of the Jedi and had all the fucking shit from there, um, all the toys and shit, which 
I sold a few years ago because my parents moved out of the uh, the childhood home into a new home. And um, they gave me all my toys back and they were worth a fucking fortune on eBay. I got a shitload for them. It was either keep these fusty fucking damp smelling shit or flog it to the fucking geek wannabes, the super geeks of the eBay world uh, who were just fucking jerking themselves off to use an American phrase, wanking themselves off, same thing, to use a British phrase, over um, the original Star Wars figures that I had. I also had the Millennium Falcon still intact, even with the little fucking hangy down bull thing that gets lost easily. Um, but they, they were the days. I remember getting that. I remember getting that, the Millennium Falcon for Christmas and uh, Castle Grayskull. Not the same year. They were different years, people. But, uh, yeah, I got those, and I remember being immensely excited. Just that excitement when you're a kid, isn't it? That's the thing about Christmas. It's the excitement when you go to bed Christmas Eve. Like, uh, I used to have the bigger room when I was younger, and my brother used to be on a camp bed in um, in my room on Christmas Eve when we were kids, and uh, we'd get all excited and that and get up early, like wake up, and there'd be like a bag full of presents um, on fire at the end of our bed and our parents just standing there going, look at what you could have had if you were good. <laughs> no, that's not quite true, people. Um, but that's a hell of a way to teach a kid a lesson, isn't it? Um, but uh, yeah, it used to be quite exciting. But obviously now I've got all the presents. I know I've got a tray and a next voucher. God knows what I'm going to spend that on. Who knows? Let's have a bit of tea. Sorry about that. Mid-sentence, I just needed that tea there. Just to just to lubricate, people. Just to lubricate. That's a fucking horrible word, isn't it? Lubricate. Um, it's not as bad as moist. Uh, that's what... That's what I, uh, moist is a horrible word. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, all the excitement has gone out of it. So I've got my... Because... Um, uh, my uh, my mum's in uh, New York at the minute, so she's away for Christmas. And, uh, yeah, so she's enjoying herself over there, having a great time in the old 9-11 Memorial fucking museum or whatever it is. Uh, right laugh, that is, for Christmas. <laughs> fucking hell. It's fucking brutal, that place. Brutal. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I get to open all my Christmas presents and that sort of thing. Uh, I save them till Christmas Day. The temptation's always there to open it, isn't it? If somebody gives you a Christmas present, but I save it until Christmas Day. Savor that experience. Um, so I've got that to look forward to, uh, which will be nice. Uh, talking about Christmas, holy fucking shit, what a link. What a link, Ben. Uh, there's been a Banksy, apparently. Uh, now, I saw this. Uh, people of the world may not be aware of Birmingham. <laughs> No. Uh, Banksy, the artist. Is he an artist or is he just a fucking geezer who uses stencils? I don't know. Is he one step up from a fucking primary school teacher? I don't know. I've never seen... I've never seen it. You know, I've never seen what... How he gets so much fucking money for his shit fucking... That he stencils about everywhere. You know, he's a graffiti artist, and if he if it didn't have his little name next to it, Banksy, somebody would fucking 
hose it off with a fucking pressure washer in no time. But suddenly, it's, but that's the thing. He fucking puts them up everywhere, doesn't he? And then suddenly the council goes, oh, no, that's ours now. We're going to fucking sell it. Somebody from the council will plaster over it, like, with perspex to keep it safe. And then you can't go fucking near that wall. They've cordoned it all off like it's a fucking crime scene. I don't get it, people. I don't get the fucking... I know everybody fucking creams their fucking pants over his fucking pictures, don't they? Hey, man, it's great social commentary. Oh, it's amazing social commentary. He's holding up a mirror, man, to our society. Is he? Is he holding a mirror up to our society? Or is he just fucking spray painting a panda with guns? Because that's all it seems like he's doing. All he's doing is fucking looking at, like, social ills and then just subverting that image and spraying it up somewhere. He's leeching. He's leeching off fucking bad things in society and making a fucking fortune out of it. This latest one is a fucking two reindeers like next to a bench where homeless people sleep. So it's like a picture of reindeers dragging this bench and it's meant to be some sort of fucking commentary on homelessness at Christmas. Hey, he's shining a light on homelessness. No, he's fucking not because they've fucking cordoned it off and the bench and now homeless people have even less places to fucking sleep at Christmas. What sort of a fucking asshole does that? You tell me, people. He's actually made a homeless person. He's the first person I've ever known to make a homeless person on a bench fucking homeless from that bench because he drew fucking two reindeers next to it. That's all he does. He's just fucking making money out of fucking social fucking ills. Oh, look, somebody's homeless. Homeless is big at Christmas time. Fucking start shaking up the fucking spray cans. Make a little bit of fucking cash out of this. I don't know, people. I don't know. Maybe that's not true. I'm not sure how he gets money out of it, to be honest. I think he sells the prints. Does he sell the prints? I don't know. I don't know what he does. It raises awareness. Does it? It raises awareness for Banksy. That's all it raises. People are aware of fucking homelessness at Christmas. You're fucking tripping over them in the high street, aren't you? When you're trying to do your Christmas shopping. Not that I do it on the high street, people. But I just don't understand the big fucking thing. Oh, I've done a picture of... uh, Here's the Pulp Fiction picture, but I've changed the fucking guns to bananas. Ah, I'm a genius. It's far too bananas. It's far too many bananas in his picture. Ah, here's some fucking police officers fucking kissing. I'm a revolutionary. Ah, oh, Jesus, man. I don't get it, man. I don't fucking get it. Um, You know, he's hardly known Chomsky, is he? You know, putting a fucking gun in the hand of a panda is not really fucking... It's not up there with Chomsky or anything, is it? I'm just saying, people. I'm just saying. Stop creaming your fucking knickers over him. It's like that other prick as well, Andy Warhol. I never got that. I never got the whole fucking... Ah, it's a soup can. Yeah, cheers. Thanks, man. I've got one in the cupboard. Brilliant. Ah, 
Look at you fucking making a comment on fucking the commercialization of society in the fucking 60s. Look at you. Do you want to do another picture of Marilyn? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what have you got this time? Oh, it's another picture of Marilyn. You've done 18 of those already. Yeah, but this one's orange. Oh, right. I get it. Ah, oh, it sheds a new light on her fucking personality. Jesus, man. Maybe that that's the comment, though, isn't it? That's the comment that he just churned him out and become commercialized himself. Is that it? Or that's what he'd claim, wouldn't it? After churning out the fucking 154th picture of fucking screen print of fucking Marilyn Monroe. Here's 10 Marilyns on a fucking screen print. Here's six more. Throw another couple of Marilyns in there. Do an Elvis as well in the corner. Just a little one. <laughs> I'm a fucking genius. Sell that for 10 million. Jesus fucking Christ, man. What is wrong? I never got any of that shit. You know, like, I've been to art galleries and shit and looked at stuff. The Nighthawks, you know, that one with the old geezer standing, like, in front of the fucking house. What one's that? Um, Oh, what was it? It was in Chicago, anyway. With the old pitchfork. That one. American Gothic. That's it, isn't it? Fuck knows who it's by. But, uh, yeah, the old geezer. Standing with a pitchfork, just about to ram it into his fucking wife. Young wife's. Is it his young wife or daughter next to him? I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I can appreciate that. You know what I mean? I can appreciate Ah, oh, that's well painted, you know. But when you're looking at a fucking soup can, I can't quite see, you know, what that, you know, what that does. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not deep enough to look into it. Hey, man, the soup can re represents society and the soup inside is us and we're trapped in... The society of ourselves with a fucking label on the outside that says Campbell's. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, people are going eight shit in Birmingham because Banksy's left a fucking picture on a fucking wall with stencils, aren't they? Uh, and he's made another person homeless. That's, you know, there's nowhere to sleep now. They've got one less bench. Wouldn't it have been better if he'd just put an extra bench there by the side of it and just said, ah, oh, well, this is going to be incorporated into the artwork because the fucking council have cordoned it all off now. Now you can't. There's people at Christmas time needing those walls to piss up on their way home. And Banksy has ruined that experience for them. The amount of people who are going to be going home in Birmingham with wet jeans now because they can't piss up against that wall. I don't know. Is that the real art? Maybe that's the real art. I don't know. Um, Nineteen minutes, fucking hell. We'll have to get a bit of uh, bit of uh, stuff read out, won't we? Hang on, let's have a bit of tea before we do that. Oh, I know it's Christmas tea. It's got a fucking holly leaf in it. Ah <laughs> uh, dear. Let's read a bit of advertising, people. Here we go. Uh, this week's uh, this episode's advertising. Oi. Stupid men out there, are you panicking uh, about what to buy your bit of flange or person who identifies as a bit of flange for Christmas? Well, panic no more. You don't have to stereotypically buy stuff from the local petrol station like some women claim men do every single year, year in, year out. You can get the gift that will probably pass as appropriate at 
shitwomenloveforchristmas.com. At shitwomenloveforchristmas.com, they've got all types of shit women love for Christmas. They got smelly shit, sparkly shit, self-help shit, fluffy shit, cute shit, alcoholic shit, chocolate shit, and even shit that makes it look as though they are a deep person. Shit women love for Christmas.com has everything a stupid, clueless, gift-buying prick of a man needs to say. Even if it's, hey, it's Christmas and I love you. Or, hey, here's some stuff. I hope it's enough so it's not going to be awkward. Spend £50 or $600 or more on your loved one or person that is just here for the moment until you find someone better and get free shipping. Also, from now until Christmas Day, get 20% off all orders by entering promo code I should have just beat her to death six months ago. That's promo code I should have just beat her to death six months ago. So visit shitwomenloveforchristmas.com for the shit your woman loves for Christmas. That is the advertising done for this episode, people. Um, there's a few stories in the old news. Uh, we're going to work through. Let's work through this shit. This was one, mate. This is not really a weird story or anything like that. It's just fucking interesting. Uh, this is in the... Uh, I couldn't see it anywhere else. I tried to get another source for this, but it was in the shit fucking rag that is the fucking sun. Uh, I know I'm endorsing it by reading it out, but it was quite an interesting story. Uh, Humans learn to smile to get sex in prehistoric times, study claims. Here we go. Smiles were developed. This is like it's done in a fucking lab or something. Smiles were developed by ancient humans as a way to attract less aggressive mates, according to a new study. A team of scientists is claiming that kindness humans can show via facial expressions was a key factor in our evolution. Now, hear that, baby. Do you like these pearly whites? Let's get it on. Get some of this Neanderthal peni down you. Um, the study was conducted by researchers from the University of Milan. Of course it was. It's got to be Italy, isn't it? Fucking hell. Hey, baby. I've got an Italian accent and shit. Why not, like, have a little go on my pecker? Uh, they focused on genetic samples from Neanderthals. Here we go which showed that gene mutations may have led humans to self-select less aggressive mating partners. Well, yes. I mean, if you can survive the mating process, uh, that's always a fucking bonus. And get a less aggressive partner, somebody smiling at you. Hey. From the other side of the fucking forest, just with a little fig leaf over the genitalia, uh, and a pearly white rather than fucking fucking... Chasing you down for two miles. <laughs> Holding you down and fucking you. Uh, this term, there's a picture as well of a smiling Neanderthal man. He still looks fucking weird. Uh, this term is usually described... They added that this led to self-domestication. This term is usually used to describe the process of wild animals adapting to life living with humans without direct selective breeding. So the old humans cracked a smile and then it started getting laid basically that's it isn't it? that's it instead of fucking growling at their fucking women the old new old neanderthals decided to fucking crack a bit of a smile and thought holy shit i am the shit right now i am a fucking pussy magnet all i need to do is open my mouth a little bit and turn the corners up ah 
I'm dripping in Neanderthal pussy. Uh, these two groups of prehistoric ancestors lived around the same time, and there is even evidence to suggest they interbred. Oh, that's the remains of Neanderthals and Denisovans. Uh, uh, they are thought to have lived somewhere between 130,000 and 40,000 years ago. Uh, specific genes studied. Oh, this is fucking boring. Jesus Christ, that that goes into a little bit of detail. The researchers concluded uh, that humans uh, uh, were selecting their mates because it said, I probably won't kill you face expressions. Now that's... <laughs> I probably won't kill you. That's, pro that's what a smile means to uh, the Neanderthal lady. Hey there. I bet some of them were still fucking killing them. Some of them would have learnt to smile and then fucking kill them out. Hey, I probably won't kill you. He looks like the kind of guy who's not going to kill. Ah, fucked up. Ah, fucked up. As, he's, as you're still alive and he's eating your entrails. Ah. Face buried in your torso, just ripping at your fucking intestines. Ah, oh, I fucked up there. He looks so friendly. <laughs> oh, fuck me, man. So that's it. That's why people... That's why we like people with a nice smile, I suppose, these days, isn't it? Them pearly whites. Why people are out there right now getting um, getting their teeth whitened, isn't it? Sorting out the fucking bad breath. You know, toothbrushing their tongues, getting that fucking furry shit off of them. Uh, that's why it goes back into our DNA. And it is the, uh, I probably won't kill you face. That's it. I probably won't kill you, but I might. I might do if you don't do the things I want you to do, Neanderthal lady. With your fucking hairy back and your fucking furry toes. I bet they were stunning. <laughs> oh, Phil. You fucking look at the geezers who were Neanderthals at the time where they've reconstructed the face. And they look fucking... The nose is fucking weird. You've got that big fucking... Four, you know, that fucking brow thing sticking over the top. The nose covers like half of their fucking face. They've got beady little eyes. Fucking like a big, he's got quite a big mouth on him, to be fair to him. And a weird fucking beard that he seems to, that I'm, I'm sure he didn't have that beard. He's got like shaved and then a long, a fucking extra long fucking Lincoln Abraham Lincoln shit going on there. I don't know. And a fucking hairline that starts at the back of his fucking head. Jesus. Now, I can't imagine the women back, the Neanderthal women were fucking stunners. You know what I mean? Like the men all look like that and then the women were absolutely... I imagine the women look pretty much the same as the men, only with slightly less hair on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking brutal. Who gives a fuck about a smile when you're fucking... I suppose, you know, it's difficult to smile for the men back then than the Neanderthal men, I imagine, when the women that fucking have got hair on their tits. Ah, oh, Jesus. Ah, never mind. A little bit of matting after the old mating there on the old chest. Jesus. Uh, yeah, so that's that, people. A little bit of smile is that possibly the reason why we're all here today. Who'd have thought that? 
Neanderthals, I know Neanderthals were a different people from us, but we didn't, we did uh, fucking interbreed, didn't we? There's a little bit of interbreeding going on between the old modern humans, the old Homo sapiens, and uh, the old Neanderthals, weren't they? That's somebody, that's somebody who struggled to get a Homo sapien girlfriend. You fucking know it. <laughs> hey, you could either go with um, uh, the Homo sapiens, who are absolutely fit and fine, or these people over here flash them a smile and they'll do fucking anything. <laughs> you got to talk to the homo sapien women, haven't you? Got to fucking have a connection with them. The old Neanderthals, just flash them a few pearly whites and you're in there. People are going to do that. That is the ultimate people will fuck anything, isn't it? The fact that we have got fucking Neanderthal DNA coursing through our fucking veins right now, every single fucking one of us, is testament to the fact that men will fuck anything. <laughs> That's probably why we've still got, like, fucking, you know, part of our DNA is related to chimpanzees, because at some point down in the past, we were able to fucking mate with them. Ah, uh, dear. I don't know. I don't know, people. I know that's not true. I know that's not true. I've read... I've read... Uh, I've read many books. Uh, no, I've read... Uh, I've read the Sapiens thing. I know where we diverged, people. Uh, but given half a chance, there's people out there now, isn't there? There's somebody in the world right now who's fucked a chimpanzee. Uh, not an adult one, because they tend to get a bit fucking aggressive, but somebody alive today has done it. Somebody's fucked everything, haven't they? You know, the least thing you can think of, the weirdest shit, a car, reading stories about people fucking their cars and shit. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, talking about fucking things, um, why not at Christmas time? Uh, here's another one. Bottle gobbled up by man's anus when he tried to scratch an itch. Yeah, this has got bullshit all over it. Ah, uh, oh, Jesus Christ. It looks like there's an x-ray of the bottle at the guy's ass. It looks like it's embedded in his spine. Fucking hell. Jesus. I bet he fucking walked like Christopher Reeve after that. Uh, a patient is recovering after his anus swallowed a bottle, as it does, while he was trying to relieve an itch. Jesus, man, why would you put a bottle up there? The man, 60, ooh, who is not being identified, <laughs> his choice, I imagine, insists that he was trying to scratch his anus when the cologne bottle was gobbled up inside him. He eventually went to hospital where he told doctors he had a pain in his abdomen. Yeah, there's a fucking bottle up your ass, <laughs> you dirty old fucker. <laughs> they investigated, and when they got to the bottom of it, here we go, starting with the puns, and they found the two-inch wide bottle lodged firmly in his posterior. Why a bottle? He just wanted to. He just wanted a bottle up his ass, didn't he? Eh? Either that, he's trying to hide a Christmas present <laughs> from a uh, from a very uh, very uh, unpatient fucking wife who wanted to see his fucking. Uh, Find out what she had for Christmas. Gastroenterologist Dr. Lin Jun, who carried out the anal surgery, released pictures from hospital. Bastards never have a fucking... All of these are from China. All of these weird fucking... I've got something stuck up my ass. There's something down the end of my penis. All this shit is from China. If you ever do that, 
This is my warning to you people out there of the podcast, the Ben Briggs podcast. If you ever get anything lodged in an orifice in your body and you're in China, fucking fly to the nearest European country and have it taken out. Fucking, if you do it in China, they will fucking take photos and you'll be on a fucking website within a fucking hour. Uh, Dr. Lin said, the patient told me my abdomen heart hurts. There's something inside. I can't poo or fart. Ting. I bet it was like just a glass bottle fucking noise uh, every time he fucking farted. Um, he said, I was very uncomfortable, so I bought a bottle of Florida water and began scratching the itch, as you would. And the bottle accidentally got sucked up there, went up my rectum. <laughs> like a fucking vortex, like a vacuum. Uh, it's better to seek medical attention and let the doctor help you than attempt to resolve similar issues by buying tools and such things. Yeah, he could have ended up with a fucking half a Hoover extension up his ass just trying to dislodge it. Um, Jesus, people. We're on uh, 32 fucking 33 minutes now. Uh, that is episode 66. Late again, people. I know, I know. Don't judge me by that. Tuesday will be on time because I've got shit to do. Um, I can't do it Christmas Day, can I, man? Uh, I've got shit to do Christmas Day. So it's Christmas Eve. Uh, we'll be back with the next episode. That'll be episode 67. But this is episode 66. Uh, if you've got any questions or want to send me anything, it is podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Have a look at my website. There's going to be video. There's a few videos on there already. There's going to be a few more in the next couple of days. Uh, that you can watch of me on stage. Um, have a good rest of your weekend. Not that there's much left, people. Have a good rest of your weekend. I will speak to you on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Take care. <laughs>